You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. episode of what comes next cinema geekly's nxt companion podcast it's anthony and jacqueline back talking more nxt and nxt uk on the wwe network and hulu yeah yeah uh i don't know jacqueline maybe the way things are going we should rename the podcast and get some new identities because that's that's all in the news right now maybe we should be the nxt experience we're not Jimi hendrix and the you know the NXT experience actually sounds like the tour they give people of the performance center. Do uh, they do that? They really do. Into that. They really do uh do uh performance center tours. I'm going to Google this right now cuz yeah, I don't sure know can. why I haven't done that yet. Yeah, you totally can. Uh I I don't think you I don't think they're like a daily thing, but I think that you can uh they have them every so often and you can go with like a group of people and they tour you around the facility and you get to talk with uh, wrestlers and stuff, and you get to do a goofy... Like, real ones, though? Yeah, yeah. And you get to okay. do, like, a goofy entrance, because they've got, like, a ring entrance ramp thing set up, and it's fun for the whole cool. family. Yeah. Well, oh, that's an all-access performance center pass. I don't think I want that, because that's $1,500. Ooh, that is steep. <laughs> that is a lot of money. Uh, okay, so... Sorry. This week is... Uh, NXT Hangover Takeover Hangover Week. Yes, uh, they did manage to cram in three matches, but uh-huh. not much else happened, and the matches themselves were not much of note. Which is why we're like, okay, well, let's we're we're gonna watch NXT mm-hmm. UK this week. Weirdly enough, even though it seemed like there would be a lot going on that show, it's kind also of also not so much, not so much happening. Uh, and it felt like, oh man, what are we gonna talk about? Uh, and then Jacqueline reminded me that she attended two professional wrestling shows uh, this this past weekend. One NXT yeah. and one NXT adjacent. And yep. uh, That's so fair. we will talk about that at the end. Uh, but then some big news broke because they're doing the uh, the old... Superstar shakeup. The superstar shakeup. It used to be the draft lottery. It used to be an actual draft where GMs would come out and they're like, uh, my first pick for Raw is John Cena. Like, it would actually be a thing. Now people just show up and they're like, I guess he's here now. Uh, oh, that's dumb. I think the draft fun. makes more sense. Yeah, the draft was kind of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. One one year, it was even random. Like, they didn't get a choice. Like, it was, uh, it, they just like, pulled a lever. <laughs> no, it's like they, it was funny. They would, it, it's like, who's going to come to Raw? And it was kind of like if somebody pulled a lever, because it was just a bunch of, like headshots of all of the wrestlers and it was just like beep 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 like it was just changing pictures until it randomly landed on whoever was going to get drafted was that really random though no of course it was not random but uh even (laughs) that is more exciting than people just showing up well it's true there was only one true nxt call-up 
because Alistair Black and Ricochet and Lars Sullivan and EC3 and Lacey Evans, these are all people who have been on the main roster for some months now. Heavy machinery. Yeah, so where they landed is not of any consequence. They weren't a true NXT call-up. But a real NXT mm-hmm. call-up happened, Jacqueline. And yes. it was... The... We're getting too far ahead of ourselves because we both have lots of thoughts and feelings on this one. Yeah. Uh, well, they called up the War Raiders, right? No! It still hurts. So even then, I'm like, the War Raiders got called up, and it's like, but they're the tag team champions right now. So mm-hmm. weird. And then I started seeing people tweeting random mm. stuff about, like... Igor and Eric and I'm like what do you what what do you e- Ivan and 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 it wasn't Igor it was like it's like Ivor or Avar or something and I'm like what what are you guys talking about and I actually dig into my Twitter timeline a little bit more uh oh, Twitter and cuz I am not watching this show as I never do uh, but I follow along on Twitter every now and again, and I go a little yep, bit deeper yep. into the timeline, and I find out that not only have the War Raiders been called up, but they've been given new names and a new team name. Ray Rowe is now Eric, and Hansen is now I Ivar Ivar E E Ever. I don't know. I do not know how they pronounced it. Sounds like they're pulling some kind of Game of Thrones crap on us. And their name, Jacqueline, is the the Viking Experience. I'm telling you, that sounds like a sideshow attraction that's like five bucks to get in and is too much money. This this is an objectively bad name. Yes. This is not an opinion. This is nobody. I have to back this up. I have seen nobody who's like, that's a good name. I've seen nobody oh, yeah. say this. No one. War Raiders is a stronger name. Yeah. Now, I know why they didn't keep their original name was War Machine. I know why they're not doing that. That uh, makes sense. But War Raiders is pretty awesome. War Raiders was totally fine. It worked. And <laughs> I know that some people have made claims that there are worse wrestling names. There are, but I'm trying to think of a worse name for people that are supposed to be presented as top stars. Oh yeah. No, like I can't think of a top star who had a really bad name. So some people would be like, well, Dolph Ziggler is a horrible name. And I'm like, well, I agree. And I also think it played a small part in the fact that he's never made it past a certain point. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a really silly name, even though I've gotten used to it. It's still really silly sounding. Uh, to be fair, though, when I hear Dolph Ziggler, and I'm going to be real honest with this, I think the guy from Rocky Four. Oh, like Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah, the Russian guy. Uh, so I, that's even who Drago. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> people have mentioned to me, like, oh, well, The Undertaker is a silly name. And I'm like, well, maybe. It, it's cartoony a little bit, right? But if you. He embraced it and made it a thing. Sure. And if you think of just the. The word Undertaker, to me, it is evocative of death and, mm-hmm. like, the Old West or something. Like, it is evocative of things that might be construed as kind of cool. What does okay. the name The Viking Experience 
bring to your mind. Like all I could think of is uh, the name of a museum tour or uh, a really, really shitty cover band. Uh, Yeah. uh, That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh my God. I was thinking a really bad, like Ren Faire cover band that does like Jimi Hendrix songs. That's all I'm thinking. The fan club for the Minnesota Vikings football team. Uh, like it, I do not think of badass wrestler guys. Ooh. One more thing, you know what I think of? Mm. When I was in Ireland, they have mm. the Viking tour because the Vikings used to mm-hmm. be there before the Celts, and so it's kind of like the duck tours. So it's like on these little like stupid wooden boat things that like drive through the city, and yeah. everyone gets like the plastic Viking hats, and that's what I think of. Oh my god! Yeah. So somebody <laughs> else had made this. Somebody else had made this point that. Uh, it's when they were the war raiders, they were the modern day Vikings. Like they weren't pretending to be cartoony Vikings from days Mm -hmm. gone past. They were, they're, they were modern day Vikings. They were whatever. And this name makes it sound like dudes pretending to be Vikings. We're going back in time. Yeah. These are cosplayers. Not like, like all, real Vikings. Yeah, like all I thought is you, you thought that their theatrics coming into the ring at TakeOver was too much. Just imagine what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ridiculously over the top and not charming. Some people have made tried to say that, uh, you know, the name is not as important as how they are portrayed. And to a degree, I agree. Well, that- I agree, but do we think they're honestly going to get portrayed well? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to t- it's hard to tell. I mean, they I, I guess they won in their debut, but you know what does that really say? Uh, so early on, when the track record is horrible, even if they're portrayed well, though, why create a, like an extra like an extra level of mountain for them to have to overcome in order to? be popular like they have to now they have to have good creative and they have to overcome a really horrible name make people forget about how stupid the name is like you you've you've created an extra barrier that didn't need to be there like here's the thing hansen Mm. and roe are great and they could definitely overcome the name Mm. but if you need a good creative we don't have that on the main roster Uh, plus, I think names are more important now than they were, especially mm-hmm. in the internet age, where if something is yeah, really if something is really bad, it is going to get memed. It's it's and it's too late. It's already there, uh, yeah. and people have already had a lot of fun and admittedly uh, some hilarious fun coming up with better team names than the Viking experience. Some of my favorites are the Pillage People. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I really like the Asgardy boys instead of the Hardy boys. Yeah. Uh, that one's really good. Uh, I mean, as joke names go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. some people were like, why not just call them the, like, it's like the name would still be dumb, but why not just call them the Viking Raiders or something? Why do we have to, but why does it have to be Vikings? Why can't we stick with, I don't understand. So, okay. I've been. Told, and by the way, this is not a good excuse. I don't think. Um, I've been told that you know one of the reasons is they don't like to use words like war on their TVPG show, which 
I find to be silly when they have announcers screaming out move names like Suicide Dive and Drive By, which is a Roman Reigns mm. move. Like you're it's oh you can't say war, but it's okay to say suicide dive. Which yeah, okay. you know, it sounds like somebody jumping off a building, for goodness sakes. Hear uh, your argument. Or drive by, or when Seth Rollins music plays, everyone screams burn it down. Like and wrestling is inherently violent, and also this show is on late at night. This is not on in the middle of the afternoon. Right. Uh, it is not a kid-centric show. Right. And I think the thing that makes me most upset about all of this is how bad the synergy is in within its own company. Like if you don't mm-hmm. want a guy if you don't want a team to be named War Raiders, they should never have been the War Raiders to in be the f- Correct. If we can't bring them up at su- because you would imagine that at some point we'd have to bring these people up. They can't have war in their name. So let's just evaporate that now. So it isn't a problem later, but they don't do that. Uh, And I can only imagine what's going to happen if I'm already imagining, I'm already imagining right now that triple H had to in a hurry call Moro and Alo to be like, Hey, hop into your home studio booth you need to re-record lines because we've already taped television. So anytime the War Raiders appear, you now have to refer to them as the Viking experience and call them Ivar and Eric. Can you imagine when these poor fellows have to come back to NXT, like, to drop oh, the titles? Yeah. Do they have to come back as these characters, or are they going to just forget it in NXT, and there's still the War Raiders in War NXT? Raiders. <sighs> I... And the most hilarious bit of all of this is that a couple of days ago in the news, uh, it was announced that WWE was looking to hire a new continuity editor, which is <laughs> hilarious. There is no continuity in this place. Uh, okay, that's yeah. di- we've talked for really quick. Thirteen have, minutes about I, this, but go ahead. I just one more thing: if they're the if they're the Viking experience now, mm-hmm. are they going to come out to the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin? Mm-hmm then maybe it's okay. They won't. <laughs> no. It's all about Norse gods! Oh my god. I know. That is literally the only way it would be okay. This is just... Ooh, we should have just called them Valhalla. Th- that's a great name! <laughs> that's a great name! <laughs> even, if, even if they couldn't help themselves and had to make it stupid by calling them the Valhalla brothers... Yeah, at least... it's better... Yeah, they could have called them Rainbow Bridge, and that would have been better than the Viking experience. I just feel bad for Sanity and, like, heavy machinery through this whole thing. Oh, so yeah, Sanity's been broken up as a group. They got Eric Young got split from the group, although it didn't matter. They're never on television anyway, I suppose. I know. (sighs) They were on the... What was that show that was on Sunday? I have no idea. Or Monday. Worlds Collide. Oh, yeah, they did a new World's Collide. I've not watched it yet. I only saw the first match. My goodness. I just... I I couldn't even begin to tell you. I, for people who, <laughs> who wouldn't know this, I, I quickly typed in all caps to Jacqueline to not watch Raw or to read anything about it, but it was too late. She had already heard. Although you had not heard about the name change. You had only heard I that had they'd not been heard about up. the name change. I only heard that they call, got called up. You were, I'm, I'm guessing, just as flabbergasted as I. I, I really could not believe it. I was. It. I was, because I immediately started going, who's going to win the NXT Tag Team titles? Mm-hmm. 
Because if it's Forgotten Sons, I'm done. I'm done with all of it. Let's just talk about regular NXT. Okay. Um, You know what? This is actually episode 500 of NXT. (gasps) Woohoo! We made it! Uh, But boy, what a nothing happened in the show. They had, uh, this was all all from Brooklyn still, from uh, the TakeOver New York stuff. Uh, They had Candice LeRae defeating uh, Aaliyah in a match that was not that great. And apparently Candice almost killed herself doing her uh, moonsault off the middle rope. And she went back and did it a second time and then they spliced it together. So if it looked really wonky when watching it, uh, that's why it looks wonky. Because she almost almost killed herself the first time and then did it a second time and and did okay. She gets hurt, and then she's like, let me just do this again. I don't get it. Tough. She's tough. She is. She Mm -hmm. does not get enough credit. Nope. One tough cookie, that Candice LeRae. Uh, Jackson, speaking of the Forgotten Sons, Jackson Riker defeated Danny Burch. Why is he? So last week he went up against Oni Lorcan, now Danny Mm -hmm. Burch. So what is he trying to do? Take down tag teams? I don't get it. By himself? Yeah. One at a time. It literally makes no sense. Well, um, they're making this guy look pretty strong. Uh, it's it was as pretty similar to the Oni Lorcan match, where Danny Birch tried really hard to fight back mm-hmm. against this man, uh, but to mm-hmm. no avail. He Riker clubbered him and hit his sit out choke slam thingy and and pinned Danny Birch. Uh, the uh, oh, and after the match, the Forgotten Sons uh, administered a three on two beatdown of Birch and Lorcan. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, main event was Street Profits defeating uh, Eichner and Bartel. And uh, this is pretty short, but pretty good. It was good. Eichner and Bartel are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like, I like them. them. I mean, I don't like them in the sense that I'm not supposed to. Yeah. But, like, respect. I, yeah, I like them in their role. They are good at what yeah. they do. Uh, but, yeah, that was like NXT. Nothing that was it? Yeah, there was nothing else really on the show. Uh I know that there was a bit uh, where they had uh, William Regal telling Shayna Baszler that she was going to have one more match with Kyrie Sane, and Shayna was really not having it. She was tired of having to wrestle this pirate. That's uh, fair. And I do believe there is a stipulation added where if Kyrie does not defeat Shayna, she will never receive a championship match again. Well, so. oh my God. Is she getting called up? Uh, I've heard rumors that she could be called up. There you go. I don't want her to be called Kyrie up. Kyrie Sane, I mean. I don't want the pirate experience to debut on SmackDown. But, uh, you know, we shall, be. we shall see. <laughs> um, NXT UK had uh, Cassius Ono and Travis Banks. Uh, and they went for a good 15 minutes. And this... Wasn't as good as I thought it would be. I don't like Cassius Ono. I think I've decided. Okay, that's a decision. He's boring. He's his matches are like bore me a little bit. Okay, uh, I'm not going to yeah. totally disagree with you. Uh, I feel like I, with him, I I've got a lot of built up goodwill over the years from watching him. That's, that's fair. And I know I've seen him do way better than this in 15 minutes, and. Mm-hmm. It's not like this was bad from a like a technical perspective, but just wasn't good. No pizzazz. It felt like just no energy or anything 
from me watching it on television. Uh, mm-hmm. They go back and forth for a long time. This 15 minutes felt more than 15 minutes to me. It did. It seemed like it never ended. Yeah. Which isn't good. Uh, so, Travis, this, uh, this, the end saw Travis Banks trying to transition into a number of pinning combinations on Ono. Uh, eventually catching Ono with a sit-down pin for the win. It kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh any other thoughts on this other than you were a little bored? No, that was literally my only thought. I, I it's just was, a little bored. Just bored. Just bored. Uh, they replayed uh, Piper Niven confronting Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh, there was a recap of. By the way, I, I like. I don't remember her exact words, but when Piper was mocking Rhea for being like the. Uh, whatever it is, the the biggest badass in NXT UK or whatever. She says yeah. something along the lines of, like, not anymore, but she kind of, like, whips her head around and the camera, like, zooms in. Uh, yes. They do some, like, really funny uh, camera yeah. thing with it, which I thought yeah, was I adorable. Didn't, I didn't love it. It kind of reminded me of, like, a Rebel Wilson, like, comedy moment. Yeah, like, felt, yeah, you know what? It did feel a little too comedic. Yeah, I was like, that's not what you want. For some reason, I think it was because I just wasn't expecting it. I think Piper Niven's charming, though, so... Mm-hmm. It was I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, they recapped Walter beating Pete Dunne for the uh, UK Championship. Mm, yep. Uh, Radzi was interviewing Jordan Devlin uh, about a rematch between Pete Dunne and Walter. I don't know why Radzi was interviewing Jordan Devlin about this. Right, because of course Jordan Devlin's going to say he belongs. Yeah, Devlin said Dunne was a loser, and he's the one who deserves the match with Walter. Which no one agrees with. No. Um, although they've actually done really amazing storytelling outside of the NXT environment and, uh, in Jordan Devlin's home promotion in Ireland, this is one of the places where Walter came in and held the title hostage for a long time by being dominant. And, uh, Jordan Devlin was actually the underdog good guy in his home promotion trying to defeat Walter. Yeah. And it's actually resulted in some really great storytelling they did and, I mean, obviously, this is like Jordan Devlin outside of the NXT universe, so he's kind of a different character. But, uh, yeah, I wonder if they could do something similar here, but not with both of them. It would be weird if it was Walter being the good guy against Jordan Devlin's bad guy. It would be strange. But, uh, anyway, we were talking about Piper Niven earlier. She debuted here. uh, Yes, she did. Facing Killer Kelly. She beat her in three minutes and 33 seconds. Uh basically just tossed Killer Kelly around. Uh, yes. Splashed her a couple times, beat her with the Michinoku driver. Uh, then Rhea Ripley runs down to the ring and is about to slide in, but Piper saw her coming, and Rhea stops in her tracks and backs away. So what did you think of uh, Piper's debut? I liked it. I thought it was good. I think Killer Kelly is a fantastic wrestling name. Mm-hmm. Um... And I mean, it wasn't bad. It was it was almost too short. Yep. Yeah. It was very. I was like, this could have gone on. Maybe I don't know. I, I guess they're trying to develop. I know that they're trying to like develop characters and things. So, um, I think I think we have um, a lot more to come on this, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that. Um, grizzled young veterans were backstage. Uh, Zach Gibson said that he should be home in Liverpool supporting his football club. But Johnny Saint is forcing them to fly to the United States. 
and he offered the Yanks a non-title opportunity. Because this tag title is only going to be defended against Brits, I guess, or Europeans. So Yanks need not apply for the tag titles of the Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, You thought Cassius Ono was boring. Joseph Connors defeats Jack Stars in 4 minutes and 56 seconds. Yeah, this was also just like snoozle. This was like 10 minutes less, and I was like 10 times more bored. Joseph Connors just I'm I'm sure he's a lovely man. Does nothing. I don't even remember who Yeah, he's kind of nondescript. He just has some long hair. He's a a guy. Uh, Jack Stars is actually more recognizable to me because he is the man that Walter chopped and left his handprint on his body. Oh yeah. So I will never forget Jack Stars. I will always remember that man. Uh but, yeah, uh, Connors boringly worked him over for a little bit and then boringly hit his finishing move and then boringly won. Yep. Well, uh, Tony Storm and Ginny were shown backstage preparing for their match. Uh, then they showed, a, a like, a Dave Mastiff training video. Yeah. Where he basically is like... I'm not sure what they're trying to convey here. Are they trying to convey that Dave Mastiff is an unfeeling monster? Because he's talking about how, like, his dad loved him, but he never showed it. He never said any. I, he never said the words. He's like, now look what you've made, father. I honestly don't know what they're getting at here. And then, weirdly enough, at the end, it says Dave Mastiff, and then it says, soon. Like, he'll be, I guess, a- appearing soon, but it sort of felt like... He's coming soon, but we've already seen him. But he's already there, yeah. So that felt weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they just meant, like, he'll be back soon? I don't know. Is he injured? That I do not know. Uh, He hasn't been on TV in a while, so maybe. Maybe maybe that's why they're they're hyping up his return. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. NXT UK Women's Championship in the main event. Tony Storm defeating Ginny in 10 minutes, 34 seconds to retain her title. Uh, the announcers talked about how these two have feuded over the Progress Women's Championship, a, kind of a big independent hmm. promotion in England, and uh, and they're also tied in to NXT. They're one of like the partner promotions. Uh, oh, okay. So these two girls, they tried, and they they again like Banks and Ono, and this wasn't as dull as Banks and Ono, but no, no. So this wasn't bad, and they certainly were working really hard and trying, but it, again, it just kind of felt like not much to it, and I never felt like Ginny was really a threat to Tony Storm's title here. No, um, they've got girls like Kaylee Ray showing up and Piper Niven, uh, all of these new names kind of showing up, and I don't think. And Ginny has won some matches, but she hasn't really felt like a credible threat. I, one of the things they did for her in progress, I mean, if you, I'm sure this is, uh, I'm not breaking any news here, but Ginny is a slight woman. She is very, like, very thin. Yep. She's not bulky. She's not muscly. She's not big. She's really slender, which fits with the whole, like, catwalk fashion model look. Uh, what they did for her in progress is they would put other like women with her, like bigger, tougher women, and they would be like her muscle, like the undisputed era. And she was kind of like the coward who talked a big game because she had all of the backup and it made her more of a threat here. She's just kind of on her own and she's won some matches, 
and she's not bad, but it just never felt mm. like there was any real chance that Tony Storm was going to lose this title here. Uh, I agree. Kind of takes away from it a little bit. They worked, they worked hard, uh, and they went back and forth. Tony hit her Storm Zero for the win, um, and uh, they note that next week. Uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans will be in action, plus more matches from the NXT UK tapings from WrestleMania Access. Uh, so any thoughts on this uh, this main event match, Jacqueline? No, and I, I kind of felt bad for these women. Um, I don't love... Ginny. Uh, Ginny. Yeah. Which, it's been, you know... I, I've not hidden that fact. No, this is well known. <laughs> But um, I felt like they just weren't set up well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it did kind of come together kind of quick. Yeah, well, but, I mean, their story wasn't set up well. And then, too, like, this is your main event. like, And everything that went before this did not set up for this to be a great main event. Mm-hmm. Like, even um, on like on, on regular NXT, like, if the rest of the, the night is just, like, ho-hum, mm-hmm. you're, I mean... A lot of times the main event kind of not falls flat, but it's not as stellar as it could be. Yeah. This could have been really good, but I felt bad for them because they were kind of in a no-win situation. Yeah. Anytime you open with Cassius Ono, unfortunately it happens. And I think this may have been near the end of their uh, particular set of tapings. Crowd wasn't exactly on fire for this. Yeah, that's uh, true. Okay, so uh, you went to a pair of wrestling yes. So first talk about the NXT house oh show gosh. because that's not unusual. You've gone to NXT house shows before. This is like your like your sixth yeah, or seventh thing. one or something, right? You've been to quite a oh few. Oh my god, I've been to so many. So um I was at NXT Largo, um, for anyone in the Tampa area. Mm-hmm. Um it was a pretty good night. I was really surprised at that there was um I don't remember this guy's name, but he basically looks like jacked up. Um, Lenny Kravitz. I was really surprised he was not there. Oh, um, are you talking about? Um, oh God! What like Brennan? Brennan Williams? The That's sit, it. The sit guy. Holy sit! Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what. Yes, he was not there, and I was. I did not. It did not feel like Largo truly. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but it was a decent night. Um, uh, Born and Bougie were there. Ah, uh, yes. I love their name. <laughs> um, Danny Birch was there, and I have to say, I tweeted about him. Not only did he like my tweet, but he retweeted it. So thank you, Danny. Wow, we're now friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's official. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are like Facebook fish friends. Yes, um, almost. <laughs> uh, it was. It wasn't a bad show. It was a lot of fun. It's. Always, I mean, the live events are always a lot of fun. Um, but the main event was really cool, and not something that any of us expected. It was um, a three-way match. Um, between Velveteen Dream, Adam, Adam Cole, and Matt Riddle for the NXT North American Championship. That would sounds um, like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a really good match. Um, so so it was just a fun night out. Um, oh, Mendoza and Correa were back together. As a team, that's always good. As a team. Oh, they're the best. So, um, yeah, it was a really good show, really fun night. Um, you did not win Fan of the up. Night. I did not win Fan of the Night, but... You know, I went. I won last time, so I was like, you know, gotta play it cool. Mm-hmm. Did wear my NXT shirt that I have signed by Bailey and Sasha, though. So yes, um, I felt real. I felt real special. 
the spotlight was um, really on you, not that. It was. It was. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but it was a good night <laughs> out. Um, I mean, it. You always see a bunch of like random um, people that you don't really know, and and I think it's fun because you just um, they you know they try their hearts out, and you know that this is like someone kind of newer. Yep. Um, and so it's kind of cool to see. And then, you know, in a, in a few months, weeks, whatever it is, when you see them on TV, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember these people. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was cool. It was a good night. Okay. So tell me about what happened next then, because I know you reached out to me for... Yeah. Was this like a Advice. joint thing? Was this like a joint thing between you and your husband? Or, like, was it just you reaching well, out on your own? Yeah. So I got this email from a local bar here in Tampa mm. that um, Evolve 126 Evolve versus NXT was coming. Okay. <laughs> and um, so it's, so I, you know, NXT, I know some of these guys, so I'm like, the Street Profits are going to be at this bar wrestling. <laughs> like, it's, we should go. Sounds crazy, right? Yeah. Right, because it's ridiculous. And so um we were back and forth. We were back and forth. Tickets were more expensive than they are for the NXT live shows, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the NXT house show, you got a 50% off code to buy tickets for the next night. So then we're like, well, that's the same price. So let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we went to Evolve 126. So Evolve um, versus NXT. And um, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, this is... Um... <laughs> Evolve is, like I said, it's NXT adjacent. Uh, yes. It didn't used to be. It used to be wholly, completely independent. It's run by a man named Gabe Sapolsky, who used to be the man behind Ring of Honor during Ring of Honor's glory days. Oh, okay. So, yeah, when they were producing, like, Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness and all of those guys, Samoa oh. Joe, AJ Styles, CM Punk, all of those guys were under... Gabe's rule as as the booker of Ring of Honor and Evolve is kind of the thing that he started after he left uh, Ring of Honor and it worked for a while and then it kind of sunk down a little bit and then he started kind of doing some creative work with NXT and this is just me assuming right now but I'm assuming mm-hmm. because so many people he had worked with over the years were now in NXT or in WWE that yeah. they were able to be like you really should, you know, bring this guy in for like advice or in a advisory role. And as a result, they kind of have this evolve now has this working relationship with NXT where NXT people are regularly appearing. Some of them have even won championships, et cetera, et yep. cetera. But it is still not part of the WWE system. And therefore its shows yeah. probably felt different than the NXT shows. Oh my God. So different. So first of all, this is at a, so the bar so it's at a it's at a bar mm-hmm. think of a dive bar mm-hmm. in your town yeah with like a big space with a giant bar when you first walk in like that's what this is awesome <laughs> like okay this and this is a dive bar it's kind of a um oh god it's like like it's an alternative dance party bar so mm-hmm. it's kind of like we're all like you're kind of like a uh, hipster um, mm, yep. Kind of like not so mainstream kids go anyway. Yeah. So so it's very very crazy. There's like one. There's the rest. There's like one men's men's room, one ladies room. So you're bumping into everyone as you're going in and out. Um, oh, yeah. 
it's crazy. So we hold up next to the bar. Um, we were able to get a spot, which was pretty cool. So we were able to see a lot because there weren't like a crazy amount of people there for the venue. It was a lot, but like for mm-hmm. a normal wrestling show, I wouldn't say it was crazy. Yeah. What I loved about it though, was that, so they were recording it. They had the cameras there. Um, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were broadcasting it on WWNlive.com. Yep. Um, the announcers are there. You could hear the announcers getting super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you couldn't hear what they were saying. You could just like tell when they were getting excited, which is kind of cool. Yes. And probably the best part of this is that because you're so close to the wrestlers in the ring, mm-hmm. that the camera crew was just telling it to move. Oh, uh, um, yep. Yep. They're like, move, get out of the way, get out of the way. They were out of seats. It was insane. When people um, go for dives, they, you know, if you don't move, yeah. they will basically be landing on you. Yeah. Yep. I was watching the um, the in-ring announcer at one point because he had a seat off to the side like when he wasn't announcing. Mm-hmm. And this match was going on, and I saw him just like get up, mm-hmm. walk around like to a like a barricade behind the seat he was in. Yeah. Some some wrestling thing happened in front of him, and then he got back and sat down because he knew he had a move. It was crazy. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, okay. um, but this show was pretty crazy. Um, for the most part, it was enjoyable. The last match, way too long. And the last match was J.D. Drake versus Shane Strickland. Okay. Um, way too long and not good. Um, Ooh, okay. Which was not... Which was like a bummer way to end the night. But I feel bad. Was fantastic. I feel bad, especially since you're like, "Hey, is this worth worth going to?" And I pointed yeah. out a few people that I thought in particular are, um, like, there are a lot of names on that show that I'm unfamiliar with, but some of them right, I, right. I was familiar with, and I'm like, these guys are good. Uh, um, Shane Strickland in particular is really good, but I don't know who this JD Drake JD guy Drake. is. So JD Drake is a hundred pounds heavier than Shane Strickland. Okay. And not athletic, like not very mm. athletic. Yeah. Like Shane he is very was sl- athletic usually, but he was like slapping him a lot. And it was one of those things you could tell. You're like, oh, Shane Strickland probably could do a lot more. Mm-hmm. He just is up against someone who like, yeah, can't and reciprocate. And they do, and they do have storylines in Evolve. So I, I don't know if this the match called. I don't know if they have a story between these two guys, and the match called for know. what they were doing. Um, maybe Shane is going to be in NXT. I think that he's already signed okay, or they're going to announce that he's signed. Um, but that's where he's headed. Did anybody, here's the real mm-hmm. question. Did anybody else on the show stand out to you that wasn't an NXT guy? Like that's the real question. Did anybody else leave a lasting impression? On, in any yes. Way? So there was a three-way match. It was AR Fox, Adrian Alanis, and this guy rough. Okay. And the three of them came out in, like, this posse together with, like, five other people. Mm -hmm. Like, it looked like No Way Jose coming out with, like, his party line. (laughs) Okay. And this match, we're like, what? So it's three friends going up against each other. Yeah. And it was a pretty great match. So, so, um, and how was it? So AR Fox is kind of, like, the mid-sized guy. Ruff is the smaller guy. And Alanis was, like, a bigger guy. Yeah. And so they kind of just... it was just really cool how like two of them were um, super athletic and like doing the flips and the tricks and all this. And then the third one would come in like with the muscle. So mm-hmm. it was actually a very enjoyable match. Awesome. Uh, that, a- yeah. Any NXT guys stand out? Oh my God. Yes. So two. So I'm going to talk about, so first is Shane Thorne. Okay. Oh, Shane Thorne was on this show. Shane okay. Thorne versus this guy, Kurt Stallion. Awesome name, but go ahead. 
Yep. Probably one of the best matches I've ever seen with Shane Thorne. Okay, cool. Like, it was... It was fantastic. And, like, they were doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. It was a very, very, very enjoyable match. All right. And then, so, on the card, it said, live performance by Eric Bugenhagen. Oh, my goodness. So, and it's I, on my Twitter. I can't believe on my Twitter. Bugenhagen, right. basically, so, like I said, so there is a bar. Yep. There's the ring. There's also a platform stage area. The ring was oh, not on the stage. My goodness. Okay. So Bugenhagen is playing air guitar around the ring, uh-huh. up on the bar. He got up on the bar, <laughs> just like playing his little air guitar. At one point, someone in the crowd gave him a blow-up guitar that he's playing around, strumming oh along with. Oh, awesome. He gets, he gets up on the stage area, which yeah. has a microphone, so he's like screaming into it. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Eddie Kingston, comes out mm. and just starts, like, wailing on him. Yeah, I bet Eddie had was going to have none of that, yeah. None of that. But then, Angelo Dawkins comes out ah. and starts wailing on him. Yeah. Now, I am situated in between the bar and the stairs to the stage. Mm-hmm. So they're on the stage. All of a sudden, they come down, and Angelo Dawkins is, like, right in front of me. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Did he land on you? He didn't land on me, but, okay. like, he was, like, a friend of mine is jumping on my back, screaming, super excited. So this was a no um, or a false count anywhere match. Okay. So craziness. So, yep. so not only are they going all around this bar, but they go out into the street. <laughs> oh man! They go out of the bar into a like a like, it is a main drag of like bars and restaurants and like the club kids are starting to come out because it's later at night and all this and that. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn it! I wish I could be outside right now. Did you go with um, them? You didn't. You stayed in. So no, because well, I was going to, but the camera guys were kind of leading the way, and mm-hmm. they were like really worried about people tripping on the cord. Ah. But um, so I wasn't able to get out there. But it was um. Angela Dawkins wound up winning. It was a really fun. That was really fun. So, um, f- for the most part, it was just a fun um, match, except or a fun um, event, except for that last match. So yeah, just like a completely different atmosphere, and so different. And the um, the crowd there was like this crazy, just mix of people, mm-hmm. um, and it was pretty awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. That sounds like just a ton of fun. I luckily uh, for me, unlike the NXT show you went to, I can actually go watch that Evolve show since they filmed it for WWN Live. Uh, so I can actually go uh, go watch that. Uh, so I, I may actually end up doing that because that sounds like a really fun show. And I have not really watched a lot of Evolve. Uh, yeah. And I haven't seen all, and I definitely haven't seen a lot since they started doing the NXT crossover NXT? stuff. So I probably should since I like NXT so much. Yeah, it's pretty good. So if you ever stuff i say um go for it just don't watch anything with jd drake on it maybe oh the other thing too so um mendoza raul mendoza raul mendoza went for the evolve championship against austin theory mm-hmm. who is like the current guy whatever yeah austin theory apparently defeated roderick strong for the title mm-hmm. and wrestlemania weekend also went against kyle o'reilly yep i think so he, he got on the 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you're yeah. going to actually tell the story. I was going to say, like, I know what yeah. happens next, but it's your... So it, he got it's... on the mic and was like, I've defeated two guys in um, Undisputed Era so far, challenged to Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, is Adam Cole here? Like, what's happening? That would have been awesome. <laughs> so, he wasn't there, but I have a feeling he'll be at the next one. So One thing you left out. Uh-huh. You might be friends with Danny Birch. Yes. Oh, my frenemy? But you have a stalker in Kona Reeves. <laughs> Kona Reeves was following me that weekend. <laughs> this man followed you to the NXT Largo show, and then he followed you to the Evolve show. He did. He, and he wasn't even on the card for the Evolve show. He what was did, just there. Was he just there? That, like, did he have a match? Did he do a thing? Or what happened? Yeah, he did a thing. He came out and he was like, what the hell is this? And like, he kind of like... um like challenged whoever Mm -hmm. um and um who came out and this this i don't even know who this guy was it was like this little guy Mm -hmm. um who came out and they had a match and i gotta say for as much as we rag on kona reeves Mm -hmm. live he is much better than he is on tv he is like a decent wrestler yeah Oh, no, he's um, not. He's not really that bad. No, he's not. He's not he's awful. A, he's a. He is very much a decent wrestler. So, um, it was a. It was actually a pretty fun match. Worth the but money. He then. just was worth the money, and he was there. And also, the other guy who followed me was. I'm gonna say his name wrong. I want to say it's Baba Booey, even though I know that's. A oh, sign Baba Baba Tunde. Tunde. Yes, he was also at both matches. He's a big dude. He is a very big dude. Yeah. So, um, so it was kind of cool that you got that we saw. Same guys both nights. Um, even if one was Conan Reeves. <laughs> Holy cow! But yeah, not the yeah. same matches. A completely different atmosphere. Sounds like you had a lot of fun. It, we did. Yes, yes. I'm so, in a bit of wrestling overload. Yeah. Take a a breather, but then I'll be back for NXT tomorrow. <laughs> so maybe, so maybe not your last independent show. Maybe. <sighs> maybe not, especially with WrestleMania coming next year. The independent shows might be oh. more fun. My goodness. Yeah, don't come to me for, I mean, if you want, if for your own sanity, I would say don't come to me for recommendations. But yeah. if you want recommendations, next year, WrestleMania time, I will have recommend, I'll have recommendations. Okay. There will I'm telling you lot. what, next next year, WrestleMania time, I'm going to the pizza party. I don't care who's there. I just <laughs> want the pizza. If they have another pizza party wrestling show. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, if that happens, I'm going to be so jealous. I'm going to be just, I'm going to be really jealous if you just go to the takeover show. That's a, like a bucket list thing for me at this point. But, uh, (laughs) to have WrestleMania weekend around, who knows if they're going to ever come back around to Detroit. Uh, they have it, it. The last time they were here, it was WrestleMania 23. So it's been a while. Uh, more, more than, more than 10 years, I think since they've been to Detroit. So, Wow, it's gonna it's gonna be well. They really like the they really prefer those warmer places, except for New York. If it's New York, they'll they don't mind the cold. But for the most part, they want sunny and warm. So yes, yes. Okay, uh, all right. That's the show uh, for this week. Uh, brought to you by the good people over at Fandango. Cinemageekly dot com slash Fandango, or click the Fandango link at the top of the page uh, to pick yourself up those Avengers Endgame tickets because. We know you're buying them, everybody. I think they, the <laughs> last I saw, <laughs> people were selling opening night tickets on eBay or something for like $2,000. Uh, people buying up these tickets like crazy, everybody. It's setting records everywhere. So 
pick yours up, but use our link. So this way we get a little bit of kickback uh, as well. Uh, just shameless plugging right there. Uh, also, I guess while you're at the website, more shameless plugging, you can check out the archives of this show and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe. That way you can hear us come back next time and talk about more NXT on the WWE Network and Hulu. I think featuring, I could be wrong, but I think this is the week where we get Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane, where Kyrie's NXT future title shots, at least, are on the line. But I presume her future in general is probably on the line here.